This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, guys, to week 67. This is the tailgate where we discuss what's going on in the rest of the sporting world right now. That is primarily the NFL, the NFL playoffs, the wild card weekend happening. But we do also have a little bit of NBA news to drop for you guys, as well as uh, the fun and always entertaining shot bets and the accumulation of, uh, of, 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 of shots that I have accrued over, over the past uh, couple of months here. Tried to work it down and it built right back up, but I, I knew that that was coming. I knew that, that was a coming. good two and a week for you though this week. I, I got. Hey, 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 we'll we'll we'll, we'll jump into that. We'll clap it up for Ari. Clap it up. We got one. We got we got two. We got two. <laughs> we didn't add to the twenty-one, so that's always nice. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we do talk about the the past NFL weekend and then the wild card weekend, uh, make sure guys that you do follow us on Spotify on iTunes. Give us a five star on both. Drop a review below if you're if you are listening to us on iTunes. As far as on social media accounts, at tailgate underscore talks is where you'll find us on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you do something about the YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe and hit that bell notification. That way you're notified each time a new video is posted. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22, Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett, and at me at Blanca, where the L is one. And if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, any opportunities you want to reach out to us for, tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and kick this off. We're going to talk uh, right right into this discussion about the NFL about the NFL wildcard weekend. Are you ready for the football? Let's go. All right, Dustin. What's going on? Uh, what happened? I feel like this, this is going to be the toughest one to say. A, lot, a, lot of, a couple extra words in this one. But, as always, we'll start our NFL segment with the time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your NFL team. NFL wild card recap. Oh, <laughs> Got did, it. Nailed you, it. You, you sure did. Super wild card weekend. Super, Super wild card NFL, NFL wild, card. wild card weekend. Super. <laughs> so, <laughs> you do a good job of saying that because I feel like I would always say weekend recap. Like, I would make the R. Weekend recap. A weekend recap. Weekend. Yeah, that oh man, the way to yeah. pronunciate, Dustin. Way to be. Thank you, thank you. He's 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 got some practice in now. <laughs> I was worried with the wild card thrown in there. Good thing you yeah, didn't throw super in there. A lot, a lot of double use. So, Brooks has already seems like wound up and ready to go. So go ahead and give Brooks a time. Oh, man, a minute and twenty four seconds. He's not ready. Too bad. I'm ready. I'm ready. I just wanted to know what Arlie was going to talk about because I think I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> I think I know what Arlie's going to talk about, but I'm going to try to cover some of their stuff. So all right, all hit right, me all whenever right. you're ready. All right. We got the timer starting up. Hold on. Let's move this over here. All right. Going in three, two, one, go. 
So I'm going to start off my time by talking about the guy who this segment is named after his former team and the Mm. just completely dismantling of that team by the Buffalo Bills uh, last weekend. Arlie claimed that Bill Belichick still had a hold of this division, still hung over them, and the Bills proceeded to basically throw a perfect game. No punts, no field goals kicked, no turnovers, just touchdowns, completely dominating the Patriots from start to finish in that game. And it was definitely one of those, like, little brother finally beats the big brother and beat them bad. In the last two games, the Bills played against the Patriots. They didn't punt a single time. And so finally the Bills dismantled the Patriots in epic fashion. They won the division two years in a row. They have this monumental playoff win over the Patriots. And it kind of feels like the Bills are back. Feels like they have that mojo that they had kind of earlier in the season when they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Can they maintain it? Well, they didn't do so after they beat the Chiefs. That's kind of when they hit their rough patch in the season. But this definitely feels different. Josh Allen is playing like the guy that we came into the season thinking he was going to play like. But overall, just a really impressive game from them. And so that was kind of my big takeaway for this. I was wondering where our timer was. You're about as good as the refs were this last weekend, Arlie. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got their call right. All right. So yeah, I guess, uh, they got a lot of calls not right this uh-huh. weekend. So go ahead and start yourself a clock to do your wild card <laughs> recap. I, 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 like, I get caught reading another page, and I'm listening to like Brooks's thing go off, like his, his recap segment, and I just kind of like sometimes get like sucked into it. Like I'll just listen to it. So I'm like, I'll, I'll glad my to, like, storytelling. <laughs> it's it's glad you, my way of recapping brings you in, Arlie. That's what I'm trying yeah. to do. It, here, it but does. I still and, need and, you to pay attention. And, and <laughs> I know I have a job to do, but at the same time, I'm entertained. I cannot help it. All right. Um. So, so basically, I ran a quarterback sneak with 14 seconds left there and ran mm. out of time. Oh, oh man. darn it! So on to Arlie. So sad about that. <laughs> why? Why are we going on to me? Uh, all right, let's go ahead and restart the clock. I need to uh, uh, adjust my attire real quick. We're going full Stephen A for this one. Uh, so, let's go ahead and start my timer off here. This is a podcast, and he's wearing a cowboy hat. I got my <laughs> cowboy so hat on. So you listen. You're gonna start the clock. Those listening. Listening. It's already ready. going, sir. All right, and that, you know what? You know what I do have, even though I can miss the timer. Better clock management than your head coach and quarterback, but that's fine. No, no. So, let's talk a little bit about this game. The 49ers, Let's be real. Had this game for four quarters, and so if the Cowboys Nation is going to be as prideful as they are, they shouldn't have been in a position to need that last play. They should have been ahead. They should have been better. And in all reality, top to bottom, health-wise, their roster is better than San Francisco. Their quarterback's better. But what happened? They end up losing, and they want to blame it, and they want to cry about it being the last play. About it being that little weird quarterback sneak to run off 14 seconds, and then how everybody knows the rules, which is to hand the referee the ball so he can place it for you. But no, no, no. It's the ref's fault. We're going to throw trash at them. Not take, not take, you know, 
not take ownership of our own failures. This Cowboys team, one last little tidbit here, stat-wise, still, since the Texans have been in the league, have less wins than, than, the, uh, than the Texans in playoff history. That's it. I, I, I ran out of time. I wanted to keep going. You ruined your stat with your last little thing there. It is we not in playoff history. No, in, in sorry, since two thousand. You have zero yeah. Super Bowls. It takes I, okay, zero four on, wins to get a Super Bowl win. No, no, no. Your time's over. You your knew time's what I meant. Over. There's no amendments after that. All right, I got a clock in front of me. That way, you don't NFL referee this Joe Bogart, whatever his name is, and uh, mistime that. Okay. So I'm going to start myself a clock. Go for it. No. And give myself a countdown of three, two, one. Here we go. But yeah, are they, you? You're right. It, they did play a terrible game. All right. I mean, if you ask sane Cowboys fans like me, they play a terrible game. They had 14 penalties. You can't blame it on that last play. You, um, and then if you say I didn't have a problem with the play call, it was all execution that was the problem. You say you practice this, well, then you should have it timed up to know how many yards, how many seconds, all that good stuff. So you just misplayed that. I want to talk about a bunch of the other games. Um, I love having the seventh team thrown in here just because it makes the last couple weeks of the NFL fun. But you had a lot of blowouts, which were fine. And it shows you that even though this season was very crazy and you had a lot of ups and downs, AFC was very muddy for a lot. The good teams, the experienced teams, they float to the top. I mean, Tampa didn't even need to play the fourth quarter against Philly. They were up 30 points. Um, Kansas City just crushed Pittsburgh. Same with the Rams on the Cardinals and the Bills on the Patriots. You had two competitive games, which, hey, what more could you ask for? At least you had a good competitive game on Saturday and a good competitive game on Sunday. You got what you needed out of that weekend, and now you have – probably the best four teams from each conference playing this next weekend. So for the NFL, get a couple more games and it's over. Boom. I had like 0.5 seconds left. Nailed it. Nailed it. So fun, fun weekend of wild card games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cowboys screwed themselves. Just, I'm just very disappointed that Arlie couldn't leave the Cowboys up to Dustin and take Cliff for us. Oh, we, yeah. Arlie. I should have. That's why I needed. That's why I wanted to go second because uh, I wasn't sure what Arlie was going to talk about, and if dang. Arlie talked, yeah, uh, big, big cliff loss. Also, I skimmed over it, but it, yeah, I mean, Rams beat the shit out of the Cliff Cardinals. They don't really. I don't think they have much of a ceiling to go up from from here, mm-mm. to be quite honest. But let's does get Cliff, the teams. Uh, does Cliff yeah. survive this? Do you think oh, Cliff survives yeah, this? I think so. Yeah. I think he's too attached at the hip with Kyler, but. I, if this is the same, and I think they over exceeded expectations this year, anyways, yeah. by making the playoffs. You know, they were close last year. They made it this year. Now, I think next year, maybe if you have another epic collapse like you've seen the last two years, then maybe they do cut, yeah. cut bait with them. But yeah, he survives this. Same as McCarthy. Like, yeah. he'll survive this too, because there's not a better option in the Cowboys division, sucks too. Like, they're going to probably win that division again next year. They, he can win games, but when it comes crunch time, eh. yeah, fair, fair, fair so, take there. Let's talk about the teams that are still around divisional round a week weekend. So our number one seeds get to come back and play with everybody else. That'll be the first game we talk about right here. The Bengals 
Well, one, congrats to the Bengals. First playoff win in 31 years. They got to tweet all their friends about it for the first time ever that they won a playoff game. They're here. They're still here. (laughs) Bengals, Joe Burrow heading to Tennessee against the number one seed. Tennessee Titans are getting very healthy. Julio is fully back. Derrick Henry is fully back. I'm kind of scared for the Bengals. Uh, Harley, how do you feel for the Bengals heading to Tennessee on Sunday? I'm a little scared for them, too, in all honesty, because I like them. Yeah. Like, I, like, like there's nothing you really hate about the Bengals. Like, they're that team that just uh, – it, it's still everybody feels like shouldn't be this far into it to begin with. And Joe Burrow's just grade-A personality, and I just like seeing him do good. Like, it's just fun to watch him do good. But I got to kind of ride it out here. And, and, and the, the truth is, is even if Derrick Henry's at 80%, he's still beating yeah. 60 – no, not, not not 60, like 95% of the running backs in this NFL. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, at yeah. 80%. So, if you get any bit of performance out of him that looks at all like Derrick Henry, this game's over. And they're getting healthier. They had the bye week. They're confident and they're at home yeah. <clears throat> all the way to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, you can, you can want the Bengals to win all you want, but betting against these Titans in these conditions and how everything's lining up for them is 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 kind of a dumb play. Yeah, Brooks, do you agree with Arlie here? A lot of a lot of things in favor for Tennessee. <clears throat> Uh, no, because this is the Ooh. same team that Arley put on the shelf. Don't forget. Don't uh, forget. And he had put the Titans on the shelf over and over again. I have. Um, and it's still a – it's hard for me to believe it until I see it from them, you know. Fair. And, I, you know, I feel like the Bengals getting that one playoff win, they kind of come in here with, like, house money, right? Nobody expected mm-hmm. them to mm-hmm. let alone be in the playoffs at all. Like, yeah. I think – their win total was five games and I was like under for sure under for sure <laughs> and here they are in the divisional round of the playoffs so I think they're playing with house money um you've got the weapons on offense if you can contain the pass rush from the Titans you mean you have the I mean is Jamar Chase better than AJ Brown I mean Jamar Chase and that that AJ Brown's Joe pretty Burrow, good Jamar Chase pretty freaking good, good. But that connection that Jamar and Joe Burrow has is pretty damn ridiculous considering yeah. they go back to college. It's just kind of on another level for, for a guy who's a rookie. So, I, you know, I kind of like their chances of maybe pulling off the upset. Do I really think Ooh. it's going to happen? No, but out of teams that are, you know, for them, you know, fuck it. Let's just go out there and see what happens. Sure. Let's throw it around on this Tennessee team that's had a week off. Um, so maybe it'd be slow starting. We don't know how good Derrick Henry's going to be. And so I think you just try to play all that into your advantage mm-hmm. and, and maybe you come out of here with an upset. Yeah, I think Derrick Henry's, I mean, he's not 100% most likely, but he's very back. They've been tweeting practice videos and no earlier this week, he verbally even ramped him up in practice to kind of get some rust off and some conditioning back into him. And they have a lot of things going from Julio's almost fully back, like healthier than any other part of the season. So that's huge. I mean, that's just an extra player basically they haven't had all year almost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cincinnati can, they can shoot, go in a shootout with them. 
but I don't know if their kind of banged up defensive line can stop Derrick Henry and what Tennessee's going to throw out at him. I I, I got to give respect to to Brooks's take there on 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 the the Titans are on the shelf, but. It, it, I feel like it's going to be just a, uh, from the shelf. It's going to be a little show of Tom and Jerry. He's going to be throwing firecrackers down at the Bengals, and one of them is going to catch. <laughs> All right, so our other Saturday game, hit both of these, and then we'll get Sunday, which is uh, both of our shot bets. So our other Saturday game, the other one seed, the NFC one seed, Green Bay Packers getting the San Francisco 49ers, who were getting healthier towards the end of the season. Uh, Green Bay, obviously, I kind of compared them a couple years ago or a couple weeks ago to Tampa Bay getting super healthy down the stretch, and now they get a week off to get super healthy. The game Saturday night in Green Bay is going to be about one degree, so all those Jimmy G injuries are going to really hurt <laughs> his thumb, <laughs> his, his new shoulder injury, which you can see at the Second half of the Cowboys game, that definitely affected him. And I, just my opinion, I think the Packers are going to roll over the 49ers here. Um, I think the 49ers are going to have to pull out all the stops for this game. And they have the coach to do that. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen him do that. So, Brooks, do you, you feel with me on that? Or do you think the Niners have more of a chance here? I think – you know, the Niners have had the Packers numbers over the past few years. You know, they dominated them a couple of years ago to get to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if, you know, maybe that's the extra motivation the Packers need to just kind of go out there, destroy these guys. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think the Packers should control this game. Um, Rodgers is playing incredible football. His toe is good. Um, his toe is good. Like you said, they got healthy. They've got a really good one-two punch at running cool. back right now. Um, yeah. They got one of the best receivers in the league. And it's just all clicking. Their defense has been good. And who? what quarterback am I going to trust, Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers? Like, yep. come on. <laughs> um, I think the Packers are extra motivated uh, in this game because of yeah. some of those uh, former uh, – you know, lapses against the Niners. And so, yeah, I'm kind of with you in this cold weather with Aaron Rodgers in this season. I think the Packers kind of on a mission to go out there and maybe not just win this game, but try to put it on their ass. Yeah. You also, you also have besides Jimmy G's couple injuries, Bosa's in concussion protocol. Yeah. Being a Saturday game, you know, I gives him one last day to clear that. You also had Fred Warner tweak his ankle ankle in the fourth quarter. Um, so they're a little banged up, especially on defense. Not a great deal to do against Green Bay. Arlie, how are you feeling about this game, Niners and Packers? I I think the coaching is the only equal playing field on the or like the only thing to equal the playing field for the 49ers here. I yeah, Brooks kind of covered most of it really well there in that the. This Green Bay team is just looking solid. They got the better quarterback. Yeah. They're looking healthier. They got the better running back, better receiving. Uh, uh, defense is still solid. And even though the 49ers have played the Packers well, uh, I still think the Packers are on a little bit of a revenge tour. And, and I feel like they're going to take it out on this 49ers team. And 
kind of show everybody like we're not fucking playing around this year. We're we're here yep. to get our revenge for last year. Yep, totally agree. Totally agree. All Is right, the so... coaching on the same level? I've got some questions about Shanahan, uh, and I think they're valid questions because they should have waxed the Cowboys. They, the Cowboys shouldn't have been able to get back into that game, but time and time again, Shanahan with leads and playoff games continues to be. Is it Shanahan uh, or is it Jimmy G that let him back in? Because like, once Jimmy G had his shoulder injury, he was very subpar and back to Jimmy G. That we know. Not good. Might have, might have been, but, but don't let fucking Jimmy G throw the ball. You're running the ball pretty well. Um, I don't, He's got multiple. It feels just that playoff game against the Cowboys, but he's got Chiefs Super Bowl. He's got Falcons. 28-3 over the Patriots. He's got a lot of things on his resume as an off, like, yeah. over time and time again. It's like sometimes I don't know whether I trust him in a playoff game if it gets close. Um, like but also we have the we have also the Green Bay coach who decided to kick a field goal instead of yeah. let Aaron Rodgers go for it last year. So I, yeah, maybe I, they are on par. <laughs> I, that, I'm sorry. You I, yourself around in a circle and back to yeah, right. well, Maybe so. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Is, is, was it a fair take? I, I <laughs> well, think so. Well, I think Shanahan has more experiences. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Shanahan yeah, I mean, has more like in oh shit moment experience. Yeah. Lafleur is on that track. <laughs> He's getting there. But maybe he breaks that this year. But like, what was it? There was like the whole thing about like that they were talking about earlier today about like Shanahan basically just telling the analytics to fuck off and like punting it anyways instead of going for it on fourth. Like, yeah, well, it, that's because like, Jimmy G couldn't let his right tackle get set. Yeah, yeah. If he would have just Jimmy G would have just ran the play correctly and waited another second, you would have gotten that uh, quarterback sneak and first down. Mm-hmm. So let's get to probably two other better coaches on Sunday and our first shot bet. This is probably my game of the game of the weekend here. Interest wise, the LA Rams going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, former champs, um, the Rams and Bucks both waxed the teams they played last week. Yep. Wasn't even close. Um, I think for the Bucks, that's a great thing that you, without A, B, and without Godwin, you have found other avenues and other guys to make this click. I mean, obviously, that's just what Tom Brady has done his whole career. Mm -hmm. Doesn't care who's on the field, just get open, run the play. Um, let's get into the matchups at work. And the Rams, they looked really hot last week. They had all their guys playing at star level, OBJ playing great, Vaughn Miller playing great. And Cam Ake, the addition of Cam Akers coming back already is huge. You saw that big time. Um, so who's who's really got the momentum going into this game, Brooks? Or how do you feel it might swing? Yeah, this is another one that kind of like I look at past matchups. And the Rams have kind of had the Bucks number. If you look at mm -hmm. it earlier this year, the Rams handled the Bucks pretty mm -hmm. well, making us all think, oh, the Rams are – Super Bowl contenders in this, and then you know, the rest of the season happens. Last year, they beat the Bucks too with freaking Jared Goff as their quarterback. They have the kind of defense that gives Brady problems. It's you can get to the quarterback, 
with Aaron Donald, with Von Miller, and then you trust your guys to be able to cover uh, on the back end. And the only thing, and it's still kind of why I was nervous about the Bucks last week, and it's why I was happy to see them go out there and dominate like they did, is just I don't know what receivers are really going to beat this defense. Like, can if Jalen Ramsey can lock up Mike Evans, like who's a target that's going to really step up for Tom in this game? And meanwhile, the Rams, yeah, Cam Akers, that, that incredible. What a difference he made to having a whole – adding a whole new dimension for this offense. And you didn't have to rely on Stafford pretty much at all. Like he yes, threw it a career great. low. You can't throw a pick six yeah. if you're not relying on him. Like you dominated that game. Cooper Cup was, you know, pretty quiet for most of the game. Um, you know, you got Odell involved early, so – you know, two teams I saw really good performances from mm-hmm. last week. I really don't know where the advantage lies in this one, honestly. It, it This is a huge toss-up to me because I feel like it, this one could go either way. The Bucks could dominate. The Rams could dominate. Like, I just really don't know what to expect from this one. This is why it's very intriguing to me right now. Yeah. Let me get Arlie's take, and then we'll come back around for the shot bet, which will also go into all our other bets that we're kind of making. So, Arlie, how are you feeling about this Rams Bucks game? Uh, kind of, kind of similar, honestly. Uh, normally, I, I would just be all over the Tom Brady, you know, bandwagon. But Rams got some. I, I feel like Rams have a little bit more momentum coming into this, and they know how to play t- Tampa Bay really well. And so, if if I were to just straight up bet and stuff, you know, that might be different. But to just call this game, it's it's not it's not an obvious better team. I I would actually not be surprised to see one, either team win this game. I'd be like, okay, yeah. Rams are pretty good. Okay, Tampa Bay is pretty good. Like I, I I it's a weird feeling to just I wouldn't be disappointed by either win, either person, either team winning. Okay, yeah, I mean. I think they're star star studded. Um, you obviously have the experience further into the playoffs with the Bucks, pretty much just because Tom Brady's at the helm. Arians has done great things. The Rams have sputtered around this this spot in the playoffs or the next round. You know, not able to get over that huge hump. Um, so the spread here is Bucks minus three. They are at home, so that's pretty much where you're getting that advantage from. They've been great at home since Tom's been there. Um, yeah, so this is very hard to pick. Brooks, we're going to come back around to you for your pick. How are you feeling? Where are you going? I know. You're like, oh, I got to go first. I mean, this one is tough. This is because, you know, I am going to go. I'm going to kind of fade myself here because I oh, have oh, Packers, okay. Rams. I have Packers Rams that I predicted at the beginning of the season playing in the NFC championship. And so I'm going to go with the goat and Tom Brady, because I would rather, I'd rather just go with Tom and lose with Tom on this and get my other pick. Right. So I'm going to fade myself. I'm going to go with the bucks. All right. Brooks is in his own head a little bit here. Yeah, definitely. With himself. This guy does that to you, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Arlie, are you going with with Tom or are you going with the studded Rams? Uh, I'm riding this out with Tom Brady, honestly. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm going to go with kind of the experience here. And, I, I mean, there's just 
there's one thing you don't do in the playoffs, and that is just the the, the the easiest thing, which is just never bet against Tom Brady. If you lose your bet, you lose your bet. Fine, pay it up. The you know, good game for the other team, high fives, leave me the fuck alone. But like yep. that's just one thing you just don't do in the playoffs. You don't bet against Tom Brady and, and I I don't. That's where I'm at. I've liked the Bucks all year. Bet them multiple times and things. I don't ever bet against Tom Brady, and especially in the playoffs and at home. Mm-hmm. And the Rams, you've seen them throughout this year be inconsistent. And sometimes yeah. Matt Stafford gets a little, a little loosey goosey with the football. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of, kind of depend who's a little more consistent on offense and whose defense can cause problems. But I'm going Bucks as well. So all of us taking the Bucks here. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, last game we're going to talk about, and then we're going to do some, some picks of all this stuff. Um, Brooks has a little game for us, can play with that. So last game we want to talk about, Bills and Chiefs, the heavyweight matchup yeah. we've been talking about for years, I feel like, the Josh Allen, Kansas City, and Pat Mahomes matchup that everybody loves. Um, you know, Josh has had – he's been more of the – uh, what do you call, like more of the phenom the last couple of years because Pat, even though he's just as young, has kind of already established himself, and now people just pick him apart. Yep. Um, so, Arlie, how are you feeling here? Bills have been rolling against the Patriots a lot lately. Chiefs have been more consistent. How are you feeling about Bills going to Kansas City? Uh, as good as these Bills are, and uh, they they've they've proved me wrong multiple times it's the consistency factor yep yep it's it's that and that's and that's what this boils down to i can't pick tampa bay over la because of consistency over time and not pick kansas city over the bills when 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 kansas city has consistency (laughs) over time yep yep Uh, you you have to roll with andy Reid. you have to roll with patrick mahomes that you know what they're going to bring to the table how they're going to do it and honestly, watching that Kansas City game this past weekend, you just saw them on like just another tier of football, just having fun. And I think that's when this Kansas City team is the most dangerous. Just like these little goofy underhand passes and oh, yeah. Travis Kelsey coming across the middle and just like, uh, like, uh, didn't Kelsey have like an underhand pass too, just like goofing off? Something like that. They had yeah, a he threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like the, the this Kansas City team is back to dangerous form, which is they're having fun in the playoffs in the postseason. Like, I I I gotta stick with the consistency on this one. Yep, Brooks, how are you feeling here? Bills going to the Chiefs. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is almost identical of a game as the Rams versus Bucks to me. Like in. Just the the team that's expected to be there at the beginning of the year plays playing up to that level right now, and then kind of this Bills team that's trying to catch them, that's trying to kind of overtake, like literally built this team to beat the Chiefs. Like that's what this team is constructed to do, and here they are. Here's their opportunity. Did they, you know, you know? I like to take stock in games past, but I, I really think the game earlier this year between the teams is kind of a throw it out because that chiefs team is not the same chiefs team that this is right now. Yeah. And so, you know, while 
this one won't shock me if the Bills pull this off. I think they're on that level right now. Sure. I think Josh Allen is on that level right now. Yeah. And like, I get what you're saying. People are, you know, nitpicking. They like the new guy. They like to nitpick the guy who's been here all the time. But what Josh does differently is his ability to run. He's, yeah. you know, bigger. And he, what, he threw for over 300 yards and ran for over 60. as the first time that's ever happened in a playoff game. <laughs> So, like, he is playing up to the level that we think he can, and then also yeah. Mahomes on the other side. So, I think this is both teams at the peak <clears> of their powers, and I kind of expect this to just go out there and be a yeah. high-scoring game because I don't really think either defense can really slow each other down. Yeah. It, it, it would take the Chiefs yeah. doing their dumb mental <laughs> mistakes where they turn the ball over and have those lapses, <clears> or it's going to take Josh Allen – Trying to do too having much. like one of those, yeah, Josh Allen games where he forces things. But, but, but sneaky, you have two good defenses here. The Bills are yeah. the number one scoring defense, and they got playmakers and Micah Hyde and good D line. And then the Chiefs, I mean, they have some good secondary players and Tyron Matthew and their two D linemen up front are monsters. Yeah, so it's gonna it's, be like who can make a make a play on defense? I mean, you're probably not gonna get a lot of stops and punts. I mean, the yeah. Bills haven't punted in three games or three out of the last four games. So I don't think you get to that level, but it's can you get a takeaway? Yeah. Can you get a huge stop somewhere or a fumble? That's what it's going to come down to, I think. To me, this is the AFC championship. To me, whatever team wins this is, I think, going to the Super Bowl. This yeah. is just kind of the level that these teams are at right now yeah. in my so, eyes. So we have Chiefs at minus one and a half. This is our other shot bet. Are they? You're gonna I was go like, don't go to me one. first on this one, too. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that to you. All right, I'm going to kick it to you. Chiefs minus one and a half in this game. I I kind of – I mean, I I, I got to ride as a consistency and be I, – I don't, I don't even know if it's still considered being a homer, but, like, I still love Patrick Mahomes in this battle. I still think that he, hmm. he has a – kind of has more – calm to him in these situations by now being to the super bowl two years in a row like it, you, you gotta kind of like you gotta have some cool to you to make it there yeah. so like um we'll see how it plays out i just uh, i i'm gonna ride with with kc on this one all right are they going chiefs brooks are you on the chief side of this do i fade myself twice <laughs> <laughs> brooks is so in his head right now <laughs> i'm in my head but i'm also just thinking about that bill's performance okay. and while like the chiefs performance was really good that we all kind of knew the Steelers sucked. Like we knew yes. there's no way oh, the Steelers yeah. were going to stay in that game. Like there was legitimate reason to believe that the Patriots could win yeah. that bills game. And they just went out there and destroyed him. And that's just sticking in my head. And I'm like, don't take it too seriously, but also I'm just going to fucking do it for, it's a shot bet, so I'm going to go with the Bills. Bills. Pull the upset. All right, I'm going with Arlie and Pat Mahomes on the Chiefs' side of this. I just don't want to don't want to not take Pat in a game, big game yeah. like this. But these are just my shot bet picks. We'll get to the yep, – yep. <laughs> All right, so those are shot bets. Those are the games this weekend. And so we're going to come back to some games. We're going to pick our underdogs in a minute and pick against the spreads and all of them and use that to jumpstart next year's uh, underdog wheel. 
Mm -hmm. All right. So um, NFL news real quick. Arlie, this is going to be to you. Texans end up firing head coach David Culley after one season. Um, Go ahead and floor is yours on your Houston Texans open head coaching job. My my only thing, uh, I get it. Um, the he was. I don't think he was ever intended to be a full time long term coach. I think it was just kind of a spot fill while we're waiting to see who was going to be the better option to move this franchise forward. But, but sure. he wasn't. He wasn't going to be the option <clears throat> to 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 get us to the, back to com- competing at least. Right? right. I don't have like this expectation of like we're going to win the Super Bowl. Like, no, no I don't. But I, I, I want us to at least, like, make a wild card game, win those. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I just I, – I want us to at least be in that echelon of, of NFL teams. And, I, and while he's a good coach, I didn't kind of appreciate too much that they made the narrative about it turn into this kind of racial thing. Right. And I don't think that – I don't really consider it, like, a racial thing. I just feel like – he was let go with the with the intent of letting him go. Like I don't right. think that I he think, was ever meant to be there for the long term. No, but I think they did a poor job of managing this whole situation of hiring him for one season when he also had to deal with the Deshaun Watson drama. Yeah. I think over exceeded expectations. I mean, four wins with this kind of team and roster. Yeah, he should almost be coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they just kicked him out the door after holding it together pretty well, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what's so. And I mean, just from they've had a lot of interviews. I feel like if you're going to make this decision a week later than everybody else, I feel like you should have had a better game plan. Yeah, and I don't know if they do. Mm. If you're I think it was late after one year and still maybe not sure where you're going yet. I think they know where they're going. I think it's Brian Flores and I think they keep Watson. I think that's what they're doing because there, there's some, there's some reporting coming from Miami that actually it was Brian Flores who was the one pushing for Deshaun to get to Miami. Yes. And the GM did not want that. And so it would make sense for the Texans yeah. to be like, if if Deshaun ends up wanting to stay there to play for Flores, it would make sense if Flores gets fired and you're like, oh, we have this opportunity to get him now that you fire yeah. Cully to hire Flores. That would make sense to me. If, if um, that's the plan, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Yes, fine. <laughs> so anyways, let's move the plan, on. Yeah. Yeah, then what are you doing? So let's go underdog picks. We're going to do underdog picks, and then we're going to do a go back to each game and pick all four games against the spread. Um, Doesn't have to be in line with our shot bet. Doesn't have to be in line with our underdog pick. These are just if you're putting 10 bucks on each game type situation to win some money, who do you think is going to cover the spread or win that spread um, on that? So underdog picks. Ari didn't get to go first because his underdog pick of 49ers outright won that game and Brooks's Eagles and Dustin's Cardinals picks didn't show up for their games and got blown out. To be fair, every other underdog didn't cover. So Arlie picked the one. The one winner. Yeah. Correct. 
So, Arlie, you get to pick out of the four games any of those underdogs, Bengals at three and a half, Bills at one and a half. You could go double dip into the 49ers again at six or the Rams at plus three. So just any of these underdogs to win their game. No, just to cover. Cover that. Oh, just to cover the spread. One and a half, six, three. Yes. Like like all of our other regular underdogs. Okay, okay, okay. I, I don't know what I had it in my head that we were changing. And actually, okay. your underdog pick counts for that game. That's your pick for that game. Sure, right, right, right. Yeah. Mm. So let's uh... – God, man, this is tough. Uh, the only one that I think has a chance at covering is going <laughs> to be out of surprise. It's going to – I feel like Bengals – will be the, the one of the better chances to cover their spread. Okay. I still think KC is going to win their game. And so and I don't think that they end up within a point or winning that one. But yeah. I could see Titans winning by one or two. Okay. All right. Kick it over to Brooks for his underdogger. All right. So, yeah. So that means Arlie's Bengals Titans pick for our money line pit or our, for all of our picks later on is going to be the Bengals. Um, so he doesn't get a repick that game. Um, I am going to take the Rams, the plus three on the Rams. Okay. I, I, it's Rams. the toss up to me between them or the Bengals. Cause I think either of them can win the game. It's just, which one do I think is more likely? All right. Well, that made my decision a lot easier. I'm going to go bills one and a half. Because yeah. I think they have the best chance to probably win their game. So I think they can cover that. Um, and there's also the decent chance that Kansas City drives down and wins by one. Yeah. <clears throat> so that would cover that. So I like my pick there. Um, so, Brooks, will you, while I finish typing up these underdog picks, explain our next little game of picking all these games? Yeah, so we've been debating on how do we make underdog picks or picks or something valuable for whoever wins and invaluable or not valuable if you lose. And so what the idea that we kind of came up with here and it's the play on to next year is if you end up getting first place with all the picks, you get to spin like on the first place wheel at the end that can give you like three weeks picking first place or three, you know, some something that's going to be really beneficial for you in next year's yeah. underdog picks. You're going to get first pick for three weeks. You're going to get, or I can't remember some of the other ideas that we threw out there. Dustin, I had, um, I had a, uh, you can uh, save like a pick first for two, two weeks. Like yeah. You can at any time you can bring that up. There was a, yeah. First three weeks, first pick. Um, I think we had a, Maybe. Any underdog, you can pick any underdog any, for like yep, the first two weeks or stuff like that. So just some things that make winning this uh, an incentive for you. And then like if you're in last place, you have a will that's not so kind. Maybe you pick last for the first three weeks or kind of like the opposite of what the first place uh, person gets. So that's something that kind of stays in line with the wheel. Uh, and so what we'll do here is we all have our underdog picks now. So that locks in your pick for that game. But you can pick every other game, and we'll keep tally of the record how you do. 
and the first place team, second place team, and third place team will all spin a wheel according to how they place. So, so starting with the Bengals and Titans, Arlie is off the board with the Bengals. That's his underdog pick. So me and Dustin pick gotcha. this Bengals Titans game. We're picking spread. We are picking the three and a half point spread on this. Cool. Yes, because right. the tiebreaker will be how well you cover if me and Arlie have the gotcha. same record, the amount of points that he covers by are going to help him. Cool. All right. Well, I'll kick us off there and take that Titans minus three and a half. I see them just dominating this game, to be honest, being healthy and Derrick Henry going to run over them. Um, I'm going to go be just because I want to, I want, I, I want the Bengals to win this one, and I picked them to make the AFC Championship last week, and I'm just going to kind of keep riding that pick. I, hey. I think I think they can at least make it close enough to lose by a field goal, too. I think that three-and-a-half gives me a little bit of – I'm like, hey, this could be a close game at the end that Tennessee wins off a last-second field goal. Okay. Next game is Bills and Chiefs. Chiefs so minus one-and-a-half. That's what I have as the Bills – uh, underdog pick. So Brooks, where are you going with that one? Going to go with the Chiefs. One and a half Chiefs here. Minus one and a half. Arlie, something uh, hard over there. I'm gonna probably. I mean, still, still taking Chiefs in this game. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Our NFC side. Let's go ahead and just knock out Brooks's Rams plus three. I mean, Arlie gets to pick over that plus three versus the Buccaneers minus three. I know, I mean, you both picked Tom Brady in our shot bets. I'm sticking with that on the three points there. Same here. I, I, I Same again, will not, will not bet against Tom Brady in the postseason or in the playoffs. All right. So last game, none of us have a pick in this one. San Francisco yes. plus six versus the Green Bay Packers. Obviously minus six. Brooks, how are you feeling here? I think, uh, like we kind of talked about, I think the Packers are on a mission in this game. Um, I think they, I think they cover that. That's six. Okay. Are they? Um. Yeah. Uh, you you got to still stick with the Packers on this. I, I I I do feel like San Francisco is going to kind of challenge them a little bit earlier just out of effort and just because they tend to play them pretty well, but Packers are going to blow us out of water. This is their statement year. This is where they, they, they kind of make up for their, for their losses. Yeah. No faith in Jimmy either. No. Yeah, I agree. So all of us on the Packers there. So pretty much outside of the underdog picks, the other two people went the other way. Um, (laughs) So that kind of makes that fun. And all of us on the Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. So, We'll get back to you next week on how those went and update the Twitter on how that, all that update went. Update the poll. Yep. Update Yay. the polls. So, Arlie, back to you to send it over to Brooks for some NBA action. Yeah. Excited. No, I'm, I'm still uh, – love the playoffs, man. It's always a, it's always a fun time of year. Uh, it's going to be sad when football's gone. So, uh, definitely love – been loving talking about it. Uh, but – that does wrap up our NFL discussion and uh, our, our NBA NFL talk with our underdog picks and whatnot. 
We're going to go ahead and kick this over to Brooks. We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA, give some, give a little bit of a news update there as far as the NBA pool and uh, some other stuff going on. All right, Brooks, take over, man. What's going on in the NBA? All right, so we got some injury news here in the NBA, which is unfortunate. We don't like talking about injuries, um, but the major injury that came across the new stream over the past week is that Kevin Durant sprained his MCL and is out for four to six weeks. That's a significant time period. This is a guy who has had several injuries over the past few years that um, kind of, you know, took it took significant time out of his career. So another four to six weeks, not ideal for a team that has a part-time player in Kyrie Irving and James Harden, who is not the same James Harden that he was uh, a couple of years ago that are, you know, trying to compete for an NBA title. So this is significant news. Dustin, this is your Nets. They've been your Nets for two years. How are you feeling with this KD news uh, hitting at this time in the season right now? Shit. Not good, Brooks. Not good. Um, and, I mean, I think you have it listed, what, three-week type injury or whatever. Yeah, four to six right now. Um, yeah, they'll you know, probably hold him out on the longer side of that just yeah. because he's a bigger dude with a knee injury and, yeah, has injury history. So they'll probably have him out at least six weeks. Um, and, obviously, so – so up to James Harden, and whenever Kyrie can get there and show up on whatever day he's getting to play. Um, so, yeah, it really sucks that he's going to be out a month plus, obviously. But they want him healthy for playoffs. Yeah. So get him healthy, keep your head above water type situation here. Yeah, it, it sucks for him and the NBA as he was looking sure. like his former self this season and definitely in the MVP conversation that kind of derails that for him being out with this uh, yeah. much time in the next uh, item real quick. So we can get to the wins pool hits and misses. The other kind of kind of significant injury news is Draymond green. He's been out with a calf injury, but there was a report that it's kind of becoming somewhat of a back injury for him. And he's supposed <laughs> to miss an additional two weeks. And so uh, I didn't know the calf was connected to the back. Um, yeah. Hamstring or maybe I, – I can't remember what, what the, the way injury up. was. It was something with his leg. One of the leg muscles goes all the way to the back. That's kind of hampering him. It's going to keep him out for two weeks. And my question to you, Arlie, I know you, you're not very fond of Draymond Green, but they just got Clay Thompson back, but they lost Draymond Green. What does the loss of Draymond Green mean to the Warriors? And is that more important than the return of Klay Thompson in your eyes? As much as he annoys me on the court, this is, this is impactful. And, and, and it, it's, it's not his scoring. It's that he's a pest. He's the one who gets in the other team's head. He's the one who annoys the other player. He's the one who gets them off rhythm, off shooting. I, I, out of out of sync, and so yeah, they're 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 basically gonna be just going into these slugfests left and right from here on until he's back on the court. Uh, I I completely fully expect that. Um, you know, you 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 saw it last night. 
one or uh, uh was it last night the jazz game 123 to 116 what it was was last night's score you're gonna see basically more and more slugfest like that and they're very lucky that clay is back because yeah. they're gonna need the shooting to make up for the lack of pesting that draymond green brings yeah i agree there they they're lucky to have Clay back. We're all lucky as NBA fans to have him back in our lives. Um, I don't know if y'all saw that video of him checking into the game uh, no. the other day. He's like on the sideline and he like does. Oh this yeah. Like, you know, oh, it was so funny. It was just peak Clay Thompson. But it definitely is unfortunate for the Warriors to have to trade one for the other because Draymond is kind of the heartbeat of that team. Um, he's their point guard. He's their defensive lockdown guy who can guard one through five so yep. um the warriors with draymond are title contenders the warriors without draymond if this becomes a significant you know injury that lasts longer than those i think kind of can be a injury that derails them from possibly winning the title but let's get to the nba wins poll we haven't been updating it as often as that's, we did that's last fine year. Last year, we let y'all know weekly. This year, we're kind of keeping it under wraps until Let's, the end of the yeah, season. we can keep that. That's fine. Somebody already knows how their teams are doing. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of discuss where our hits and misses were so far this season. <laughs> so this season, our first overall draft pick was Dustin. He took the Brooklyn Nets. Our last overall draft pick was the Charlotte Hornets. So we had 18 picks, six teams apiece. And we'll go through Dustin's picks first since he seems so eager. <laughs> Dustin, with the first pick of the draft, took the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets were the number one overall pick. Right now, with the record in this season, the Brooklyn Nets are currently seventh. So they could have been the seventh overall pick right now in our NBA wins pool uh, with how many wins they have. Of course, we mentioned Kevin Durant has uh, – Injury issues. James Harden's had injury issues. No Kyrie Irving. So currently, Dustin, basically third round value with the Nets. But of course, you know, they're going to take a hit there with that. The second overall pick was the Milwaukee Bucks by Arley. They currently are the ninth place team. Like if we were drafting records right now, they'd be ninth. So right now, it seems as a miss, but the Milwaukee Bucks are starting to play a lot better. Went through the start of the season. A little unhealthy, and so they're kind of getting healthy. They're starting to look more like the Bucks of late. But some other teams have ridden to the top. And the last first-round pick was the Los Angeles Lakers by me, which would be the last would be the very last pick of the draft right now if we stacked it that way. They are 18th currently in record. So our first-round picks, all busts, all misses, all, miss, <laughs> all misses, guys. But the second round's where things get really good. Second round, I took the Suns, which nice. I was back-to-back picks. And so I picked Lakers-Suns knowing I could get both teams. So the Suns currently sit as the number one team in the NBA at this point. So big hit for Brooks right there. Uh, the fifth pick was the Utah Jazz, who are currently fourth place. So you, uh, so Arlie, with that fifth pick, hits with the Utah Jazz. The sixth pick was Dustin with the Dallas Mavericks, who currently sit at 11, but are starting to play a lot better right now. Luka looks more like himself. Jalen Brunson's become a pretty good player. They've got trade pieces, so look for them to make a move here when the trade deadline comes. 
So Dustin, while it right now, it's a little bit of a difference. I feel like that's going to be more of a hit later. Come on. But the seventh pick, he took the Philadelphia 76ers, who currently sit at 10th. So didn't really miss too bad there. So right now, after like two rounds, I think everybody had pretty average teams. But here's where things kind of start getting crazy is because eighth pick early guys, the Nuggets, Nuggets not doing so well. But your boy here. Your boy who wins this every year gets the Warriors with the ninth pick Ah. and then the Heat with the 10th pick. Who Right now, the Warriors are the number two team and the Heat are number six team. So hitting big with those picks. And then it's kind of top five right now. Three of the top five teams right now belong to your boy. But things kind of get slippery after that. Arley has the Clippers who wouldn't even be drafted right now. No. Dustin takes the Hawks who wouldn't be drafted right now. Fucking trade doesn't Dustin takes the Blazers who wouldn't be drafted right now. And now that Dame's hurt, I'm fucked there. Mm-hmm. Now Dame's hurt, you're fucked there. The Knicks were taken in the next spot who would not be drafted right now. And then I get back on the board with the Celtics who are barely in there at 16th. And then I take the Bulls who are They're helping. overall. So another really good pick for your boy, Arlie. <laughs> Comes in strong with his last pick in the Grizzlies. A big hit oh, there. Yeah. We're currently third right now. And Dustin takes the Hornets, who with 18, it's a hit because they are on the board at the 12th pick. So a lot of hits and misses in there. The big misses that are on the board right now. And I don't really, like, blame any of us for not taking these teams. But currently, the Cleveland Cavaliers sit at eighth. Overall, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> um, which is just shocking as hell, but they've been playing really good basketball. The Wizards are on the board, the Raptors are on the board, and the Timberwolves are on the board as teams that at this point in the season, you would have been getting a lot more wins if you had them on your rosters. So a lot of hits, a lot of misses, a lot of misses by Dustin. Dustin has not been doing very well uh, currently. As of today, I think I lead by 12 games over Arlie, and and Dustin's pretty much just out of it. <laughs> yeah, point. and I'm not going to get any better with two of my teams. One of them, the Portland Trailblazers, their best players obviously out, so they're not going to get any better and climb up. The Hawks, maybe they could turn it around. Who knows? But with being hampered, handicapped by one team, that's going to super hurt me. Yeah, yeah, you've kind of got the unluckiest breaks of anybody. Of course, the Nets going through their injury problems as well. Arlie's done a pretty good job with most of his teams have, have, have been pretty competitive. And you would like the Jazz, they're just a juggernaut in the regular season. So that's obviously a good pick. Um, you know, the Clippers, you expect them to start winning some more games so he can keep it close. And as for me, you know, I just hope none of my teams drop off. Once again, your boy, you know, luckily you have me to lead this NBA segment because I do not let you guys down. Uh, But I just thought we'd kind of update on where things were with our wins pool this far. We're halfway through the season. Uh, Maybe we'll do some more little trivia games like we did earlier before to try to see where these guys are paying attention to the NBA, where I'm paying attention to the NBA. It's tough right now. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The NFL is just kind of taking over for me. Tech basketball is taking over for me. So really NBA kind of falls to the wayside right now with everything that's going on. Yep. But 
we try to keep you updated in case you do enjoy this NBA segment, in case you do care about what jersey maybe Dustin has to buy this year. We haven't figured out a punishment thing for him yet, but um, but other than that, that's all I got for you guys for this week in the NBA. Check in next week. We'll, we'll try to do some more of that trivia stuff where I, I stumped him <laughs> earlier in the season. I forgot. Sorry. No, I, I, I had some good ones. Sorry. I had some dogs barking uh, on that little trivia night. Um, but anyways, no, that, that, that does kind of wrap up our NBA segment. Awesome job, Brooks, there. I, I, I don't think I have a shot at, the, at this win pool thing because 12 wins is, is a lot to try and make up. <clears throat> but, uh, but we'll see. Uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> Well, but, you uh, won't, but your teams will try to yeah, do the best. That, that, that's, that's really it. That's really it. Um, but that that does wrap up again the NBA discussion, NBA shotgun, if you will. Uh, let's go ahead and finish off this episode here with shot bets. And uh, what we have first off, well, first off, we have the intro. Always a fun intro to me. Don't care. Uh, first shot bet was 49ers versus the Cowboys. Cowboys, a three-point favorite over the 49ers. And the 49ers win the game outright, giving me the shot bet victory, disappointing the entire city of Dallas, and also disappointing Brooks and Dustin. Uh, so they end up with another yes. shot, shot for this week. Uh, second bet. This week was Cardinals versus the Rams. Rams being a three and a half point favorite. And Rams dominate the Cardinals, led by Cliff, to give us all the shot bet victory. So we start to respect Cliff for helping us all win shot bets because nope. it doesn't disappoint there. <laughs> he, he, he pulls through the way we need him to for the first time mm. ever. And he lost for the, for the, for the most consistent thing he's ever done yeah uh, <laughs> oh my god i yeah it, it, it's cliff kingsbury uh, uh we're all never surprised when he loses on the back half it was season. very fun it was a very fun monday night when that was going on right? i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed it i enjoyed the uh, thorough ass kicking i enjoyed some of the tech fans trying to <laughs> figure out ways to show support still um <laughs> Like, settle down. Love it. Uh, he was not that good for us. Uh, but anyways. I get it. Mm, what do you say? I, say? I get some of their love for him. I, I mean, you, some people always support a Red Raider, but, you know. Yeah. Um, so, this week's shot bets, we do have the Bills versus the Chiefs. Uh, Brooks here taking the Bills. Me and Dustin taking the Chiefs. And then on the second game, we have Rams versus the Bucks, And uh, I believe we had the same split all over again with... Uh, oh, no. Did we, did we clean sweep this one? Buck sweep. Why did we I all pick? went Bucks on this one. Where did you pick the Rams? Oh, you picked the Rams in, in the Minor other dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minor that's what I was getting confused yeah. with. Sorry about that. So yeah, as far as... game covered everywhere. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brooks hedging his bet and confusing me on this shot bet segment. Uh, all, all three of us clean sweeping the Bucks on the shot bet. 
Bucks being the three-point favorite. Uh, as far as shot bet totals go, I'm still sitting at 21 with a perfect week last week, last week finally. I don't think I've had one in about, like, eight months. Uh, and then Brooks getting uh, one uh, shot, Ode, and Dustin up to four. So anybody else out there listening, make sure, hit us up with those picks on Twitter. Start knocking off your own shot debt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up the episode. Uh, any kind of final shots for this week? What do you got, bro? Just enjoy, just enjoy these last few NFL football games. We only have seven of them left yeah, yeah. for this weekend, two next weekend, and then the Super Bowl. Uh, Brooks, anything to add for your for your final shot this week? I see some gigs. I just thought of something really funny. No. You know how Tech's doing these like accountability teams with the players? Yeah. We should all start our own shot bet accountability team. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm okay. To get people to pay off their shot bets. You know, most most importantly, Arlie, it'd be hard to have a, an accountability team where one of your hosts owes 21 shots, but I don't know. That just popped into my head. <laughs> hey, I I'm, uh, I'm doing okay <laughs> considering that it would have been 31. All right. I'm working on I wanted it. to. I wanted to tweet out from our, our podcast Twitter earlier this week when everybody, all the po- uh, podcasts and personalities were taking their sides and it was going to go, Tailgate Talks feels like we can't represent an accountability team when our own hosts can't be accountable for his shot bets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a fair tweet. It would have been a fair tweet. At least we keep up with what number we're on. Yeah, you know. I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just one, 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 Arlie, and then every now and then me and Dustin. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, man, I don't really have much of a final shot. I uh, I joined the. Let's see how you do this. I got myself a Peloton. So what? Am, uh, Fitness Brooks in the fucking building. Fit fam, fit life. You know what they say. So. I got myself one of those, so that's my final shot. Not really until you start tweeting out your scores or your rides. That's, or however that that's, works. that's when you really hit it, because because uh, as soon as like because <laughs> th- then then you can join me and Dustin on like wide tweets and stuff. Maybe one day I'll do a <laughs> podcast while I'm pelotoning the whole time. The problem is my shoes weren't delivered because Damn they've it. been lost twice by FedEx. So, Damn it. Um, so shout out to FedEx for losing my shoes twice. Get so, together, FedEx. Sponsor us or we won't quit bashing <laughs> you. You suck. Uh, <laughs> UPS never has this problem. Yeah, right? UPS doesn't. Shit. Get your shit together. All right. Mine is just going to go a little simple. A little simple. Uh, my, my Montreal Canadiens. Uh, came into Dallas and and uh, and laid a, laid a little smackdown. Not not a smackdown, but they ended up beating the Dallas Stars five to three. Got gotta love it whenever a Dallas team loses and a team that I enjoy beats them. So uh, that's my final shot for the week. Um, any other takes for the week, guys? I think that does kind of wrap it up for us. Looking good. Looking um, good. Oh yeah, uh, and up? Texas lost. Just so <laughs> you Texas know lost again. They so. did lose again. And the women's is the women's basketball ranked yet? Like I feel like they should be. No, because they beat Texas and they lost to an unranked team and then oh. That's a bummer so, cuz they, they, they have a lot of they have a lot of losses, but 
I feel like they keep getting little, little upset victories here and there. Are we talking about women's basketball? Yeah. Uh, Texas huh? Tech women's basketball. <laughs> it's okay. That's 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 fair. Yeah, they beat Kansas State, and then they had the Texas win. Oh, but then they yeah, a bunch of losses there. That's the punishment me. is Dustin has to buy a women's basketball a WNBA jersey. Yeah, I like that. I think that might be it. I think that's funny. <laughs> or a Kyle guy. No, that's rude. I'd rather buy a Brittany Griner jersey or something. I said that last year that that's what y'all should have made me do. But we made it NBA at the time, so we should take some of the restrictions off of what jerseys we... <laughs> a basketball jersey at least, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that does wrap up this episode of The Tailgate. Make sure, if you haven't already, to follow us on Spotify and on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating on both, as well as drop a review below if it is on iTunes. Make sure to follow us on social media accounts. On Twitter, we're at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If it is the YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, he, you can find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett and me at Blanca where the L is a one. And uh, if you need to reach out to us for any reason, thoughts, questions, or if, if uh, you want us to discuss something on the show, hit us up at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Until then, we'll catch you guys next week. We'll have plenty more to talk about uh, with uh, college basketball and the NFL hitting the, uh, the divisional championship round. Um, so exciting part there, but until then, guys, catch y'all next week. Peace.